We are in Come Follow Me, week 7, which is Matthew 5 and Luke 6, and it's the Sermon on the Mount. And I'm just going to center on uh, what stood out to me personally that I felt like the Lord was really trying to teach me this week. And I want to start with, um, at my daughter's reception a couple weeks ago, I had asked my family a couple months ago, there are nine, I have nine siblings, there's 10 kids in my family, and I had asked six of my siblings if they would keep their Christmas tree up, undecorated, and bring it for her reception, um, either with white lights or just plain, and then if they would take it back home after, that would be huge, because her colors were outdoors, it was just greens and browns, and so Having And then I asked several friends, and so I had about 16 trees um, that we figured would be there. And so I checked in with them several times before that week, come at 11 o'clock, make sure it's marked, labeled, so we know, set it up, and then if you'll just take it home after. That's what I needed to have happen. Well, the day of the reception came, and um, my friends came, brought their trees, and we had about eight trees there. I was expecting about 16. And time kept going, time kept going, time kept going. And none of my siblings but one came with the tree. <clears throat> and I started to just be really hurt. And the truth of the matter is this. Um, we are set in a family to be refined, to learn forgiveness to be with people that we learn Christ-like attributes to um, grow. And I came home from decorating and I was very hurt. And I said to my husband, I need you to give me a blessing. I really need to let this go. I wanna show up tonight and be kind and loving and gracious to people and I can't be caught up in what people did or didn't do. And I don't wanna be hurt. And so my husband gave me a blessing and the reception went great. But Monday started returning things to people and, and kind of cleaning up and being closing that door of the reception. And as I was driving around, the thought just came, okay, Heavenly Father, an inventory check. I showed up about 85% who I would want to be. I was able to talk to people, to circulate, be kind, not be exhausted, be genuine, be grateful that people were there. But there were siblings that came that I avoided. And I don't want to be that person. I want to be the person that goes up and genuinely thanks them and means it for coming. Because the truth is, I was very grateful they came. It meant a lot to me and it meant a lot to my daughter. And so I know there is refining that has to be done. So with that in mind, that's where I started as I read this Sermon on the Mount. And I want to start in Luke 6. And in verse 7, it says this, And the scribes and Pharisees watched him, which is Christ, whether he would heal on the Sabbath day, that they might find accusation against him. So why are they watching? Do they expect him to do something good? No, they're watching to find accusation. It really doesn't matter if someone's healed. They want to find reason to not like him. Verse 9, 
And Jesus said to them, I will ask you one thing. Is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil, to save life or destroy it? Really, did it matter to them? No. Okay, so then I want to go to verse 19. And this is what it says. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for there went virtue out of him and healed them all. So this multitude that is coming to him all have need to be healed. And so then as I started to read verse 20, there was a mind shift as I sat and studied this. And this is what it says. Blessed are the poor. Blessed are they that hunger. Blessed are they that weep. Blessed are ye when men hate you. Blessed and reproach you and cast you out. Rejoice ye in that day for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. And all of a sudden, I thought, oh my goodness, every single one of those people had need to be blessed. They needed something from Christ that he could heal in them. Poor, hungry, weeping, so sorrow, hated, cast out, because they came seeking and he healed them. And then if you go down in 24, then it starts the woes. Woe to the rich. Woe to those that are full. Woe that men speak well of you. Because guess what? They spoke well of false prophets. They had no need to seek him. Their pride told them they were enough. And I remember at one point walking with a friend a couple years ago. And we hadn't been with each other for a couple years. And we were going through our kids, our grown kids, where they were, the struggles they were having, things they were going through. And as I was emotional, kind of detailing what was happening in my life, my friend turned to me and said, let me ask you one question. Would you be who you are if your children were not who they are? And I sat there and all of a sudden I went, no, I would not. And you know what? I really like who I am. I really like that I start the day seeking God, that I hit my knees praying for his peace and his comfort, his companionship, that I study my scriptures so much deeper than I ever have in my life, that I love the Savior and that I know my dependence on him. And that's the blessing of leaping for joy is knowing you need God. How lucky are you for relying on him, that he's given you that opportunity to seek his enabling power and to be made more and to know you cannot do it on your own. And then in 35, it says this, love your enemies, do good and lend, hoping for nothing and your reward shall be great. Ye shall be the children of the highest, which means you shall be like God. For he is kind to the unthankful and to the evil and to those who don't show up, to those who don't seem to care about you. He's still kind because that's who he wants to be.
And then I love this. If you go to 45, oh no, it's 41. Why beholdest thou the mote that is in thy brother's eye, but perceivest not the beam in thine own? Quit worrying about your siblings, Erin. Quit worrying about what they lack or what you think their faults are, because really, I don't walk in their shoes, and I have no clue. But do I know there are faults of my own that I need to remove? Yes, I'm well aware. 44, for every tree is known by his own fruit. Love that. And what do I want my fruits to be? And the truth is, I want to be more. I want to be who the Lord wants me to be. And I cannot be that if I don't depend on him. We are commanded to be perfect or complete. In 48, it says that that blessed are they. He is like a man which built an house and dig deep and laid the foundation on a rock, Christ. And when the flood arose and the steam beat, the stream beat vehemently upon the house, it could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. It doesn't matter what anyone else does. How easy it is to love those who love you. I'm challenging you to be more. Be kind to those who don't. Give to those who may not give back. Don't expect them to. Be thankful to the unthankful. Practice that because that's who he was. And pray for his charity so that you can do it. I was a math teacher before my life teaching seminary. And so one of the things I taught ACT prep and and seventh grade math, and one of the things they would teach is they would put in parentheses like the numbers one, two, three, four, dot, 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 seven, eight, nine. And then it would have parentheses at the end of that. And it would say, the question would say, what is the completion? Well, completion is whatever is lacking to make that whole. And so I would put that up in seminary. And eventually someone would say, oh, five, six, that's the completion to make that set perfect or complete. Well, guess what? There is a lot in my set that is missing in all of our sets. We all have need of the Savior's enabling power. I love the song, Come Thou Fount. I love that it says, bind my wandering heart to thee. I so pray to walk with him and to have him with me and how grateful I am for opportunities he gives me to pray and to cry out for that. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.